0: Morning Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Esther of IPA Group, bringing premier online promotion to your business. And Melanie of Stump Social Media
1: Training, who empowers business owners to manage social media and marketing for themselves. Welcome back guys to another episode of the Monday Morning Marketing Podcast. Today we're talking about not everyone is your customer and that's okay. So this came about because I was randomly thinking in the kitchen one day while I was eating a Reese's peanut butter cup that Reese's could probably never
0: sell to people who have peanut allergies. You were probably looking at my face then, weren't you?
1: Yeah, I was. <laughs> I love Reese's peanut butter cups and by yeah. Melanie's face. She doesn't, but it just, you know, it came to me that they would have to open a brand new factory. They would have to do, so many things jump through so many hoops and everybody associates Reese's with peanuts. Mm. So if you were even had a peanut allergy, you would probably avoid them at all costs anyway.
0: Well, for me, it's a death in a cup. Well, yes. <laughs> so it's okay though. Do you feel slighted by Reese's that they don't not have a, an option not for Not in you? the slightest. I don't miss them. I don't look for them. I don't feel neglected by them. Um, I, I, more than happily have my custard creams. Thank you very much.
1: No, I do like a custard cream too. No. Okay. But we're getting away from the topic, but so not everyone has to be your customer. Yeah. Right. You cannot appeal to everyone. What's the famous, the expression, Uh, you can't be everyone's cup of tea or you'd be a mug. Mm. Right. So meaning that if you try to appeal across the board to absolutely everybody you are diluting your message you are not reaching anybody
0: and nobody really will know what you do and you'll also be known as a mug yes
1: (laughs) which nobody really wants
0: no but it's really difficult for people to sort of refine that certainly when they're first starting out because they want to Um, appeal to as many people as possible I mean you and I we both speak to startups we we support mentor and train um, startups as well as scale ups and they're worried about not reaching enough people in order to keep the momentum going so how can we encourage people to look for the the right type of people when they're trying to look for everyone so you're looking for quality
1: over quantity You really want those few people that will buy from you, that will be loyal customers, that will return, that will promote you, that will let other people know that have their same needs and pain points that you are there. So having a smaller audience means that you can be more targeted. So when you're in a smaller group and you have a smaller audience then you can be more specific in meeting their pain points if you're trying to reach three million people with your video on say TikTok, then who like how many of those are likely to buy from you maybe three
0: people and that's well, not really it might good, be a bit more might be it, but it's You know, it's down, down to the relationship, down to the calls to action, down to the time of day. Um, But, you know, I think trying to hit too many avatars, I mean, you and I, we've done this exercise before, haven't we? Yes. I've got four avatars. I dread to think how many you've got. You've got a lot (laughs) of avatars. We do, but because we have different um, streams, different avatars. Yeah, you have different countries. Yeah. And different revenue streams. Yes. Um, so, I mean, me trying to uh, catch, you know, capture the the, the four customer avatars all by myself. Well, maybe with a bit of help from a couple of EAs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually quite hard. Yeah. Um, but trying to capture everyone. Oh, it's impossible. Would be. Oh, it's impossible. Right? Exhausting. Yeah. Cause even like, if
1: you think of, you know, we're service based, so there are more people potentially that would need our service, but do you want to work with them? That's true. Right. So part of your narrowing down
0: could be what sector you want to work with. Right. Like our good friend, um, Emma she's recently refined her her business to fun- funeral yeah. businesses who want help with social media marketing great idea fits social media great concept yeah. and she's now honed it um to be just that kind of sector so you know yeah it it is doable i mean yeah Mel- totally
1: melanie and i melanie and i have also talked on numerous occasions on the podcast about how that could possibly bore us because working with the same sector day in, day out can get a bit repetitive. Hmm. But if that's something that you want to, or if you have a product, like we had Nevon recently, skincare products for women. She's not targeting men. Nice. She's not targeting like young kids. She knows her audience. She knows who she's targeting. It's not for every skin type. It's not for everybody. And
0: that's okay. Um, and we've kind of honed down, okay? I don't do Pinterest. Yes. At all. Um, there are certain areas I, I have strong knowledge in, some areas I have good knowledge in, and the areas I don't know at all, like Pinterest, I would send people off somewhere else. Yeah, and we don't um, do so, TikTok. Although we haven't refined in quite the same way as as Neve and as Ema. Um it's not because we don't we you know we, we can't, it's because we don't want to. It's a personal yeah. choice. Some people, I mean, the, the areas that Neve and Ema have both refined into are so deep and yes. vast by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> that that you need to put in that time and that effort in order to make it effective. Yes, definitely. Whereas being generalists, um, your company isn't a generalist, but you are a generalist because yeah. um, IPA does websites, don't they? Yeah. Um, but as a generalist, we keep these areas up because we want to, because we've got a, a passion and innate interest. Mm-hmm. Um, and in some ways I think we're holding ourselves back by staying as generalists. Yeah. And I think
1: part of it could be Fear agrees people back. It's like, Oh, but yeah. if, if I specialize just on Facebook, lots of people are saying that Facebook is dying. It's not guys. It's not. It's dying. really not. <laughs> it's really not. It's modifying. It's changing. But if you, you know, if, if we had the time to specialize and niche down mm. just into Facebook, then we would know all the new changes that are coming up before they happen. Uh,
0: and, and honestly, I agree with you, Esther. I think it's fear. I think it's fear that we're we're going to miss out, if we just, Pick the one or the two. Um, the downside to not specializing though is it means we have to remember a huge amount of a lot of different things. Yeah. That's very difficult to keep up.
1: It is. It is. But I think too, sometimes the fear comes in that you will then be known as that person. You will then yeah. be known. You know, we had Faye, Stray and John. She is the Pinterest person.
0: Oh, she is, totally.
1: But if she were to turn around and go, actually now I want to specialise in TikTok, would we still associate her with Pinterest and go, oh no? But you said certainly for a good
0: while, yeah, certainly
1: for a good while. But people can be pigeonholed, and we've talked about this before as well. We have, yeah. (laughs) They can be put into a box, and you shall forever be known as the person who does that platform, Mm. or you should forever be known as the person who makes the jewellery. So if you want to go into
0: making candles too bad, no, you have to make jewelry because I know you as that. well, person. you can, you can, cause of I've seen you it. You can, but, and it, but it takes time. It does. But and then it took time to be known as that person. who made jewelry in the first place. Yes. Yes. And it's totally okay to change your
1: interests and to change your business model. Yeah. As you grow and adapt and realize, actually I don't actually like doing that part I don't like Twitter I don't like Instagram no that's fine Mm. nothing is holding you back except for yourself
0: exactly I mean when I first started I targeted um startups and I think that was down to the lack of confidence um but now I've created a whole avatar for corporates Mm -hmm. because I want to attract and and meet more corporates and it's started working thankfully yay (laughs) so you know it's we have so much control over who we can target who we're reaching who engages with us um and although you may feel like you're going to be potentially excluding people although my larger market would be 35 to 50 year old women i still get men i still get um, men and women younger than 35 contact me um it's just my larger market would be 35 to 50 year olds. Yeah. Um, and because I speak to them and I engage with them, they they speak to their children, they speak to their mothers and fathers and, you know, and friends who are younger or older and, and I still get business that way.
1: Yeah. And guys, just remember, haters are going to hate. Yeah. Okay. If your product or service is not specifically aimed at them, they may find a way to nitpick and complain that Mm. you do not.
0: But there is somebody out there
1: that's looking after them. Exactly. And going back to the example at the start, just because Melanie would die if she, if she ate Reese's peanut butter cups, doesn't mean that Reese's have to stop existing for, and it's a large majority of the population now that have peanut allergies.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: So Reese's aren't going to lose any sleep. I'm sorry, Melanie, over people like you (laughs) who have these allergies. They know who their target market is. They aren't trying to reach everybody. And even people who don't have nut allergies don't always like it. Okay. So just remember, be authentic, be yourself. Don't be a mug. And on that, we will end. That was your mic drop moment. It it was, wasn't it? You didn't see the mic drop. (laughs) We'll be back next week, guys, with more Monday Morning Marketing. Until then, bye
0: bye. Bye, guys.